0: Welcome to the podcast. We talk about all the things that are hidden in the shadows. This is Isaac, and on this bonus episode, I have the pleasure of conversating with uh Ch- Tyler and Charlie from Believe in the Bizarre. How's it going? What is guys? up?
1: How's it going? Hey man. I appreciate that you almost said Charlie first and you're like, oh, that's gross. <laughs> <laughs>
2: that's that's gross. I like how we're going into this. Good energy. Good energy to start. Yeah.
0: I was about to say Chyler. I was about to combine Ch- your guys' names together.
2: <laughs> it's our, our merry name, yeah.
1: Chyler. Yeah. yeah, it's our superpower name. Like now, uh, this,
0: almost, this almost makes one year um, the last time we talked. Or at least yeah. not, last time we had a bonus episode with uh, you guys on there in October of last yeah. year. Yeah. It's, yeah.
1: it's crazy because it doesn't feel like it's been a year, but in some ways it feels like it's been a really long time. But the last year for me has flown by. I don't know how it's been for you
0: yeah uh, i I would say that much i mean then again i work in technical retail so i mean we're always looking to the next week and never in the current um but it's 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 in a sense of like how much things have changed in that period of time Uh, i know you guys as well with the podcast and us with investigating and the podcast as well um when it comes to things outside of what we're doing and that's one thing that you guys never i hear you guys ever talk about is stuff outside of the podcast like uh, i don't know if you keep it
1: private on purpose or it just does not like going on um Um, it's pretty intentional in terms of just wanting to be content forward i think definitely in the last six months or so we've kind of let more of us slip in yeah but but when we started believing bizarre and just in general we were like okay four percent us 96 percent the story because somebody even now somebody clicks on like our old hag sleep paralysis episode and we you know they don't care about us they want to know about the story about the research about what they find so we try and and keep that forward but also it's like and this is a really sad i feel like there's like two sides it's either like where you're uh, you know an entertainer youtuber a podcaster where you're just unabashedly yourself here are my thoughts here are my opinions take it or leave it and then there's like us where we're like our audience can be more broad if there's less strong oh, opinions.
2: Yeah. Uh, Tyler's lying. We're just boring. We're just boring. That's all it is. <laughs> we,
1: I was trying really hard. <laughs> I was trying really hard to make... No, we don't do like... When we do ghost hunting, it's like, you want ghost, to ghost hunting this Friday? Yeah, let's go ghost hunting. Where do you want to go? Okay, let's go here. Oh, I'm kind of tired. Man, I'm kind of tired too. Uh, my, you know, my my wife made plans. Yeah, you know, let's just do it next week. And then
2: next week is never (laughs) (laughs) that's a real life conversation we had yeah recently
0: yes oh geez you know uh it's it's us finding uh, places but as of recently in the last couple of months um we've been um doing more interviews and getting more word about our paranormal group out there and and talking with different paranormal groups and stuff like that funny enough is that we actually had a a paranormal roundtable um of different investigators that come together that we made friends with over the podcast um come together on a round table we actually had two of them because we had so many people wanted to do it so we had to split into two parts um which was very very uh interesting to hear different people opinions across the entire united states um hearing their perspectives on paranormal investigating and when it comes to dealing with spirits and that they're all just like investigators some of them were actually psychics and stuff like that so they had different perspectives of how like they um investigate whether using equipment or actually using their abilities
1: yeah that's just it's i could listen to hours and hours of that but i just feel like so unqualified to like even like say a peep i don't know about you
2: i no i don't know i got i got a see-through ghost meter in my car it's like made of (laughs) see-through plastic
1: (laughs) i feel like there's those that are like in the community and then there's those that are fans of the community yeah and we're definitely like front row fans I'm definitely on the sidelines woo. yeah but. it's just like i eat it up but it's just like i just it's not it's not my lane i guess and i hope nobody ever mistakes it as that but that's especially why I like you know your podcast with megan and i've said it before it's just because you guys have so much personal experience and not just experience but you guys have like leadership and ownership of what you're doing yeah and it's it's almost educational in a way it's like i can go to a horror movie for just like entertainment but then if i listen to you guys chances are i'm gonna actually learn something from it which is really cool and it helps our podcast <laughs> not that we ever try to speak out on it like that but it's just i just it's just kind of stuff i like to really consume
0: no i appreciate it No I mean, usually when I tell people, uh, who listen to us and I tell me about you guys, um, sometimes people I talk to in, in the realm of the paranormal, like, oh, who, you know, like I was like, oh, no, you got to check these guys out. They, uh, they have a real good perspective on things stuff like, and when it comes to, uh, paranormal and cryptoids, cause you guys basically cover like every subject when it comes to the supernatural. Um, there's a few things that I probably haven't heard from you guys yet, but, um, when it comes to the weird stuff out there, but, um. Well, majority of it. Like, I, I randomly, you guys pop up on my, my podcast thing because I always listen to podcasts all the time. Um, and I see a new episode about something like, well, I didn't think they would cover that, but all right. Let's let's uh, let's see what they're going to say.
1: We try <laughs> to have some like variety in yeah. it. Like, I'll, I'll be like, Charlie, I'm doing an alien one, so don't do an alien one next time. But yeah, we try to do like urban legends, you know, aliens, ghost hauntings, demons, things like that. It, I would be very nervous like when you're talking that round table mm. i would feel very exposed i think in something like that because like in our podcast i feel very comfortable just reporting details and facts and, and being very upfront that it's like anybody can do what we're doing if you have the time you know to do it where i feel like at a round table it's just kind of like i feel like not having anything to actually contribute to the conversation. So I appreciate that you guys like us. I'd be, I'd be nervous to hear maybe what some other people think. Cause it's like, uh, they don't know what the hell they're talking. Yeah. About.
2: I, I, I mean, I have social anxiety to the max. So I don't think I could do that,
1: <laughs> but I would love to hear it. You
2: know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, And definitely. I haven't had a
1: chance yet. Cause I knew, I know exactly what you're talking about, but um no, there's actually two
0: ways because uh, we did the first uh, release of it on YouTube or YouTube. Oh, uh, you okay. actually can see everyone's face like we're seeing it. Now. Well, no one can see it now because they're listening to us. But um, like how you see one's little faces in the cube in the Zoom meeting we did. Um, and then we released it on audio for the podcast and second from the second one. It's funny enough, we actually had um, Mike, who is one of my main psychics on our team, on the second uh, roundtable. And a lot of his perspectives. Um, were very uh interesting it, it was nice to see him come out of his shell because like i don't say he has social anxiety but he's never really one to out outspoken like amongst people he knew yeah but when it came to like you know talking to other people especially in this kind of community it was like nice to hear him like you know actually talk and you know put his two cents and um you know give his opinion on especially a lot of stuff when it comes to uh, uh paranormal investigating and stuff like that
1: was there any tension i don't know if there would be but like in differing opinions or um, frame of minds for like what maybe something is
0: not necessarily. Um, I I did a good job of a moderator to see if a subject was yeah, going yeah. a little sideways. I'd be like, uh ah, it's just something else. Um, real quick. But I've always been good at manipulating conversations the way I wanted to go. Uh, so in that case, it, it did help. Um, get, get that out of some places. But no, a lot of, a lot of people involved were real respectful. They're they're were, they're were, uh they weren't really trying to shoot anybody down. It's kind of like. On that subject, and also, also, you know, a lot of those things. Yeah, but, yeah,
1: I got you. Piggybacking yeah. on that, right, Charlie?
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> least favorite. I just don't like that phrase. Yeah. What piggybacking? Yeah, I don't like it. <laughs> That's just a personal thing. I just don't like it. <laughs> You'll never catch him piggybacking. Never ever.
0: <laughs> but um, no. I guess I want to. I guess you know uh, one of the things I just wanted to bring up to you guys because I always like you hearing your opinions on alien stuff because when it comes to the people that i've in my circle that i've known uh especially starting this podcast and stuff there's not a lot of people i've met that know aliens as much as you guys do
1: well thank you that's such a compliment i'm (laughs) gonna take that compliment and i'm going to very respectfully pass that (laughs) charlie's way I i just like
2: aliens
0: yeah the cryptoids ghosts demons paranormal everything like that i got like troves of people that i can he's go he's like yeah you guys don't about. know shit
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's a common thing it's like you think in the in the shadows podcast aliens would be more of a thing that we'd make friends with but no uh paranormal investigators and things that can inform psychics and demon demonologists and stuff like that seem to be the most people that are attracted to come talk to us but alien experts or even the people in the alien community mm, not so much
2: there's a weird line there isn't there it's weird i don't know why I think it's kind of like um it's kind of you could like equate it to like um watching movies like a sci- hard sci-fi movie versus mm-hmm. like a spooky ghost movie. I
1: guess well you could also think about it being like if if you believe aliens as face value as beings from a different galaxy, it's kind of like things of this world spirits and you know demons and things like that and then things not of this world yeah where i don't know if somebody who has psychic tendencies would have any upper hand with aliens because technically it's not and i don't know i don't know what i'm talking about yeah get on my
2: level, psychic but i did <laughs> but
1: i don't know if that's yeah. helpful when it comes to aliens i think if you start dipping more into like they're humans from the future or they're interdimensional i think that's different but when it comes to just like they're from a different galaxy i don't see how having psychic tendencies unless it's like feeding into like the fabric Ooh. of of the
2: universe do you think an empath could feel an alien's emotions if they have different emotions i don't know if they even have emotions on the same kind of love i'm gonna i'm gonna they get them back,
1: that did they come back down like how did the eighth feel or the alien feels like hungry <laughs> yeah it's very hungry <laughs>
0: <laughs> well um that's like i said ever since we got started the podcast i'm always in, intrigued with uh more in, learning more when it comes to supernatural and one person i came across that um actually confirmed a lot of things that I've experience with Mike because um, I don't know how much you guys do stock on past lives, but that's one subject I've never heard you guys talk about yet is past life stuff um, or at least the existence of it or whether it exists or not if you believe in it but um Mike and him me and a psychic I, I, he believes that me and him and and I have had flashes of memories not like the the reality splitting ones but flashes of memories of almost
1: past lives um Of me and him. You said, like, wasn't it, like, um, do you say your name was Harry or Henry or something like that? Or is that specifically just to the Harold. Harold uh,
0: was apparently my name in the West. Uh, Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, of a time that me and him knew each other. And um, apparently, according to him, his memories of past lives are stronger than mine because he says we've known each other for a long time, probably thousands and thousands of years we keep coming back to each other over and over and over again and the connection that i have with him is very strong so i'm strong to believe that that i know him you know it's it's our our connection of friendship came really fast and really strong over a short period of time like we've we've known each other for years even though we just met um but i found a woman named dolores cannon or at least she's not alive anymore. But her book and, and stuff that she's written on past life and and, and uh, how the afterlife works, according to her, and she's done a little research on we call it past life regression. And she's a hypnotist, and she actually past life regressed or hypnotized people about two thousand of them um, into referring back to their their state of like their their higher self or their their soul, essentially their uh, subconscious. And asked them questions, and a lot of them, about ninety percent of them, all gave the same answers: of they've lived multiple lives, they're not actually from this planet. Uh, according to her and the, the research that she's done, is that our soul or essence of ourself come to Earth as a test, like coming to Earth and living a life here as an Earthling or human is like a badge of honor amongst the community of souls. Or how, well, I forgot the extra terminology used, and that. Different planets have different lives, and those lives on those planets are easier versus Earth. Like, you tell someone, Oh, yeah, I, I was a human for like a couple hundred years. It's like, Holy crap, you, was that really that tough? You know, it's like a, like a, like you're, you're like bragging rights if you do it. And it's like the ultimate test. And that's why it was like, when it comes to separating the alien culture with the paranormal culture, is almost wrong because there's more in common than they have than they, they think because they think alien extraterrestrial beings or from other planets and yes it's true but if technically if if an alien came to earth and said oh yeah i lived here in a past life uh about in the the year 1000 ad i know what you guys are talking about and stuff like that maybe their language is different because of course english wasn't spoken way back when but uh they would understand like human emotions and human stuff because of being here for that short period of time
1: You know anything I'm talking about? (laughs)
2: Yeah. That Uh, is super interesting.
1: I think hold on. We have a give us one second. We have a really bad delay. Let me switch this out. Check, check. Oh my god.
0: Someone's internet sucks.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. Come on. Actually, maybe it's up here. That's time delay or you delay? No, no you're delay. actually perfectly fine It's our delay on the microphone Oh It's just like a, a second behind So it's like um, watching
0: a bad dub movie
1: Yeah Yeah, unfortunately But where are
0: the
2: actors?
1: Um. Yeah, don't do that with Squid Game It kind of it, it
0: sounds weird when you, when you watch it dubbed
2: Oh, it's Squid Game
1: <laughs> Okay, is it? Nope
2: Damn it. I think you're just going to have to deal with it. <sighs> okay. I liked what you were saying about the past lives.
1: My my biggest issue... God, this is going to throw me off. Oh, my God. My biggest issue is I inherently kind of relate it to religion and soul, and I'm not a naturally religious person. I've always been really interested when people say that they have memories from a past life or like you hear about like a little girl or a boy and they'll say, Oh, I just saw uncle so-and-so and and they said this and the parents are like, there's no way they could have known that. So that's kind of my experience with that.
2: But my aunt's kind of psychic Fred once told me about my past lives, but I don't remember them. Uh, and I've never really like, thought of them. I always kind of believed it was like one and done. I don't know.
0: Well, I mean, I don't say I, I give 100% uh, faith into it. I Just something interesting that actually confirmed a lot of things that I've, I've went through um, when it comes to memories, especially randomly hearing a, a swing song, especially a song Sing, Sing, Sing that was recorded in the 1930s and getting a flashback of me standing in a club watching a band playing it with a cigarette in my hand wearing a suit
1: oh yeah i guess my issue <laughs> is i've never had an experience like that um so it's hard it for me it's completely conceptual yeah like it's nothing i've ever personally experienced so i don't have like a well of knowledge or an experience to call back on it's kind of just kind of di- trying to i guess conceptualize something that i've never been through which is just this- i still love doing like i'm not gonna absolutely not gonna <laughs> complain about. Um, I don't know, cause like, okay, let's say if if it's if it's not true, if there's no such thing as a past life, then how are people able to recount experiences from a time that they didn't that isn't them? Like, like what in the subconscious, or like could it be like? I guess it was it the early '90s when were they talking about the 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 regressive
2: therapy. Oh, where the satanic panic.
1: The satanic panic where people were, uh, I don't know, was it priests? I feel bad. Like, it I'm, wasn't
2: priests, it was psychologists.
1: Psychologists were planting memories on people, and it was kind of making... It was, it was hypnotizing. It, it was hypnotizing people, making them think that they were having experiences well-possessed that they weren't actually having. So it's like, could could these people remembering past life be something that was put in them where they're just grabbing bits and pieces? I mean, even if like you get in a car accident a month ago and you try and tell the story now, and then you try and tell them in six months, details might be changed a little bit. And not that you're lying about it, just the fact that your mind constantly recreates scenarios and things based on different stimuli that you're having. So I think it's hard because humans are naturally not really good, reliable sources, but at the same time, you just have so many people coming out and saying that they've had experiences or they picture them somewhere else. Um, even Martha with her story where she had that like dream where she was on a farm and she was getting hit with with, an ax with an ax. And I, we kind of thought that maybe she was channeling a spirit rather than it was her experiencing that from her own past Mm -hmm. life. But I don't know. I think it's an interesting way to tie in aliens and, and ghosts and things on this realm.
2: I think Uh, it's a very cool way to tie it in. I like that a lot. I don't know. Again, I don't know if I believe it, but it's, it, it ties really nicely into like this bow where it makes sense.
1: Yeah. It's just hard to, it's hard to conceptualize or hard to imagine without ever having an experience of it. Um, that has to be a really cool feeling for you to have this friend that potentially you could have had the same bond for thousands, thousands of years.
0: Yeah. Well, and, and what he's explained to me a couple of times, because he's, I call this like Billy, very shamanistic. Like, he's a bunch of leader in a sense like that. Um, What he said is that we have been fighters, warriors, essentially, in every single of our past lives. And we consistently are fighting every single time, except for this one. This one's a different kind of fight. This one is this we're going to war with uh, the supernatural, in a sense. Hence why I was given an ability that is useful against them and not very useful against people like i've never I've never had a distinctive urge to join the military even though it was offered to me a couple of times even become a cop even though the options were there for me to do so like I had it the uh, we call uh, I could have been an intern with the FBI through my uncle uh who he could have easily got me in and and done some training and easily got in there but I decided not to um it's not like the opportunities never came to me it's just I never chose to that I didn't like the idea of it and now I come and find out that it's it wasn't important and it's I guess it's not much as uh, understanding of what you did in the past. It's what you're trying to do now and using for what you've learned to advance yourself. So uh, it takes people apparently lifetimes to understand that you lived a past life, or even you live multiple ones, and some people will never know. Um, the best way, I guess, yeah, funny enough, we actually have a past life regressionist coming on uh, one of our bonus episodes this month. She did an interview with Megan, so. She can give her a sense of how she goes through the whole process of it. If you guys are interested in listening to that one. Oh, anyway. yeah,
1: sure. Yeah. yeah, man. Like part of me is like, do you want to know? Do you not want to? know? I guess there's no harm in knowing what you're like in your past life. Because then there's also people that say like how you died in your previous lives can now impact your current fears. I think there's some fears that are just a little bit innate, like heights and storms and stuff like that. But every now and then you'll find somebody with like a really strange fear. And it's like, where did that come from? And it's like, have you heard that theory? I feel like it's a little surface level, but that past life, if, you know, deaths or, or things like that have led to current fears.
0: Yeah. And, and, and there's, I guess, some, some truth behind it, in a sense, is that um, I had a strongest long time of fear of the ocean or these big bodies of water. Yeah. Um, for since I was a kid, I can explain to myself why I was like, I was afraid to go into the ocean. And speaking over with Mike, he said, you probably died in the ocean or in, drowned essentially. And that's why you have a fear of big bodies of water. Um, a pond or a pool never seemed to bother me, but like water that I can't see the bottom of, um, or it seems endless, gave me problems and stuff like that. And I guess it goes with other people, like if you have fear of heist or something like that, a rational fear of heist. You can't explain to yeah. yourself, like you didn't have a traumatic experience when you were a kid or versus like if you're like definitely afraid of spiders, even though you've never had a reason to fear them. Um, you probably died of something like that in a past life. Is that what most um, past life regressionists and some psychics believe uh, when it comes to you know, like fears and phobias uh, that are built in the people?
1: So I guess a question I have based on kind of what you were talking about, and um, do you think if there are past lives, do you think there's a finite amount of souls? Or do you think that souls, there can be new souls? If that's even what we're going with here is the idea of a soul. Because if you think about it, like, like, you know, in the 90s, there were 5 billion people on earth and now there's 7 billion. It's like, are there new souls or did they just come from somewhere else? And then you go into like animals, like you said that it's kind of like a uh, the ultimate challenge to be a human for so long. It's like if you're a good dog or a good antelope, do you upgrade to human? Or it's like if you're a shitty human, then in your next life are you an ant?
0: Well, not my not my opinions, but this is what Dolores Cannon said. And there's actually, excuse me, there's a guy on a TikTok who uh goes through all this stuff he actually studied her and this other guy i can't remember his name at the moment who like studied this stuff Uh, i think she was first and he was second or he was first she was second i can't remember which um but information from both those those authors and uh the people that i guess wrote it um he goes through those and he was asked that question like why how can they be you know is there if we keep coming back and he says because there's more souls out there than there is earthlings. And like you said before, like there's planets where we go to, there's not everyone's just not just here. There's other planets that other people are going to and coming, coming back and forth. And just cause and he said, there's like, there's a waiting list to come to earth. Uh-huh. Like, like there's people like are chomping at the bit to be here, to have a human experience and stuff like that, which um, when I heard that, I remember talking to Mike about that. And I brought that up to him. It was like, how do we always skip the line? Like how are uh-huh. we, if we are keep coming back over and over and over and over again for like, I don't know how long you want, know here's, here's a, a fucking thing. I'll blow your mind. As if I do every single time we have a conversation, um, <laughs> one of my meditation, because if you guys don't meditate, I, I suggest for it. I mean, I don't know if you guys do or not.
1: I don't do. Um, I, my meditation is, is not like a structured meditation. I consider every time I go for a walk and listen to music and I just think, I do that type of meditation. I don't have like a, a structured one. I guess that's kind of redundant with what I just said. But I, I feel like there's multiple ways to meditate, and mine is a very loose one. Where I feel like I, I will feel off if I don't have a chance to be by myself, you know, walking my dog or listening to music or just silence. That's how I view it. I don't know what do you do. No, you... I don't meditate. Okay, hard. No, wakes up, throws knife, says, "Let's conquer the day." <laughs>
0: well, i always I always suggest to people it, it, it not say you have to. its just it's a nice thing to have to help almost reconnect yourself, almost like recharge yourself, can like put yourself in a centered center yourself in a way. Um, but one of the times that I did, um and I focused on the idea of past lives, and want to see how far I could go back. And just for a brief of a second of a flash, I saw Megan, or at least my interpretation of her uh in like a greek woman's dress with her hair done up the same way like a white dress with a little belt around the waist area um and i was standing in front of her and i was, I felt like a helmet on my head and i looked down and i could see like roman armor or greek armor i was wearing and i had a sword in my hand and it was a gladius and i remember gladius because i remember playing assassin's Creed. um <laughs> yeah. and i recognized it and i was like what and then that one, two, three, four, five seconds of of, of a, a memory flash is what I saw. So as a possibility I've I've lived back then, uh, according to these meditation things I've gone through. But I'm not saying that was exactly what, what happened or anything like that. Without any definitive proof, I can't say yay or nay on there. But um, that's what made me thought, like, why do I keep skipping a line and stuff like that? According to him, we're here for maintenance. Um, Because of my ability and because of what he does, we're here to keep the balance, is what he said um but when it comes to relations to that and there's something a subject that comes up and i don't know how your guys opinion is on it and i would like to hear is the idea of star children um how some humans are built with alien dna which in reality technically are we all um but some humans are built with stronger alien DNA, hence why they have more abilities stronger than the other person. I never put too much stock in it because after hearing about this whole thing about how you know our soul essence is what's alien and not necessarily the physical form, it kind of threw that theory out of the water. Um,
2: I have I have a episode planned to do about call it, uh, star seeds.
0: Ooh, okay. I don't want to. One day.
2: So i I've, I've heard of the idea. Uh, I don't know how much stock I put into it. I don't know. It it depends how you feel about like greys. Yeah, greys. It boils down to greys. If you think they're actually using genetics from abductions to manipulate genetics. Well,
1: on the episode we just did with Hillary Porter, she was claiming that, you know, the aliens that were coming to Earth, their main goal was to reproduce humans and aliens so that they created like this perfect hybrid child um but that's that's a very literal very literal sense of like how much alien dna a human has where i feel like you're going a little bit deeper than that in terms of like their pure existence and like past lives like obviously if one you know if 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 an alien mates with a human then that offspring is different than somebody who's been around thousands of years and how that has affected them so i guess are you asking in terms of kind of going back to what you were talking about the previous lives. And like, if it's like innately in us, like we all have a certain amount, but there's some of us that have just a little bit more or like the idea that there could be, you know, half human, half alien hybrids amongst us. Cause those are two very separate things. (laughs) Well,
0: well, I mean the whole soul thing that's like past life regression, even your soul necessarily stuck to earth and you, you can be an alien on different planets and stuff like that. And it's probably why I don't have any memories of, alien life is because i've been here for so damn long and maybe it goes with some other people as well when i think about it but um it, it's the explanation of star children essentially a like star Seeds, is that humans that are giants who are ins- immensely strong or extremely talented or have um, prodigy level minds when it comes to certain things and objects and stuff like that they believe that those advantages were given to them specifically uh, because of some long line of uh, alien seed or uh, star seed in their in their DNA that actually gives them an advantage over the average person.
1: And LeBron's just using it to shoot hoops. Yeah, and <laughs> well, make a lot of money. And make a lot of money. Yeah. yeah, no, that's that's interesting because yeah. it's like it's kind of playing the cards you're dealt with. I get it's very un-American in the way of like we're kind of we grow up thinking like you can do whatever you want to do. You can be whatever you want to be. It'd be very like, imagine if you're born and it's just kind of understood. It's like, well, you have this much alien power. So here's the mop in the, in the bucket. But you know what I mean? That's, I mean, that's also very a humanistic framework of like our society and, and where you go rather than like, I think maybe sometimes that's one of the more difficult things is like the daily life, that's and and that's actually one thing that's been growing since doing believing the bizarre is the daily life where I was just talking to Charlie about this with skinwalkers. It's like because on a surface level with a skinwalker, imagining like a witch doctor being able to turn into an owl or a coyote, surface level, you're like that's bullshit. Like I know I know the human frame, I know skin, I know bones. You don't just turn into an owl, but you believe it if you've seen it or if you've experienced something like that, which I believe I have. And it's just crazy to think like, you know, you wake up, you're on social media, you pay taxes, you go to your job, nine to five, you come home, you make dinner, you go to bed. That's one life. But also kind of interspersed with that life is all these paranormal ideas. And it's like what you're talking about, like people that have been around for thousands of years with a greater purpose than collecting a paycheck. And sometimes when those worlds collide, that's probably where I should be spending more of my time meditating because- it's very easy to get caught up in in society and social media and sports and things like that where i probably don't spend enough time outside of that
0: but um well mike uh funny enough he calls it living inside the box um when you live inside the box essentially and that term has been used for ever how long um and it's it's the idea of of isolating yourself when the the you're reality is this and only this and there's nothing outside of it and nothing outside your box and thinking outside the box as they say is going outside of it or even open or destroying it altogether and my experiences alone have basically destroyed any chance of me ever using the box if i use the box i'm using it for safety things and just because i don't want to see what's outside because i know what's out there and i don't want to deal with it but I don't have a choice anymore when it comes to what I can do. So I have to live outside and living outside of it is, is opened my eyes to a lot of things that seem mundane. Um, when it comes to like a lot of things we deal with in our life. And when it comes to things outside the reality and when it comes to you guys, what you do is you're, you're helping people understand that the reality of certain things that are outside the box are believable because there's not a lot of facts against it versus for it. And a lot of stuff you guys do—we skeptical or believable? When you give your rating and stuff like that, you're leaving people open for the idea to like look it into themselves. Like, well, I wonder if these guys actually are. They 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 sell a good case. I want to see if you know it actually is what it is. And a lot of people are interested into it. Um, and things that are completely random, especially outside that are way outside, because people have heard of ghosts and aliens and demons. But I guarantee you, not a lot of people have ever heard of the not deer. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, it's out there. It's definitely yeah. out there. For sure, I never heard of it until you guys talked about it, and I, you know, <laughs> you're well equipped. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We're we're like and we're like intro 101 and you're like a master's course. I yeah, feel like. it's kind definitely. of like, like we, really we are. It. We're like the surface level people, which is actually really cool. Like if if we start having listeners come back and be like, because I listened to this episode, I I researched it more and I believe this, or I started listening to this, or I have my own theory. That'll be cool because that's so far beyond Charlie and I. And it, yeah. it's just like
2: But we definitely take a lot of topics and skim them all together. We're
1: like the parents that want our children to do better than
2: us. We just give them the little seeds for
1: them to plant and then and then they go they go off on their own and become star children.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> that it's I think it's tough. I think it's it'll be interesting to see where we're at like five years from now because I think in terms of understanding. And I talked about this a couple episodes ago where it's like, the more episodes we do, the more I can kind of compound knowledge.
2: Yeah. Like Hillary Porter.
1: Yeah. It's like, you'll have, I'll learn about this for one episode and then I'll call back on another episode. And then because of those ones, I'll be able to understand something else we discussed later. So it'll be cool to see. And these conversations are always immense. And I always have to go back and listen to them because there's things I'm missing in the moment that I like to hear back on. But I, I, I think it'll be cool to see, Maybe where we're, we are at in five years, where audiences at five years, how they grow, how we grow, because we don't have a lot of firsthand experience between just basic ass paranormal experiences versus like mind blowing life altering discoveries about ourselves. That's just not our lane at all. <laughs> so it's it feels very superficial in ways and trying to break out of that, I think will be really really cool to see going forward and that's like i said i've said a million times That's why i like you guys so much because it's it's something i know i can't and won't experience and the further i am it's like a sighting if i see a ufo a year later i'm like did i really see ufo five years later i'm like it's probably shooting star where listening to you guys i'm very afraid to ever be concrete about anything pretty much in my life yeah. I, I live in gray areas and i and i feel safest there and maybe i just hate being wrong but it's so nice sometimes to hear people talk about paranormal topics like you guys, and you're so confident, and your confidence gives me confidence, and it, it's, a, it's a great effect. It's, it's a little weak on my part, but that's just well, that's just how I feel.
2: I feel like I've, so I've never seen like a full-on demon or ghost like in your face like, "I'm a ghost, haha, motherfucker." And then like I'm just scared of what that would do to me emotionally. So it's better
1: it happens to other
2: people and we
1: get to live. <laughs> and it. I
2: get to hear about those stories. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yes.
1: Do you know what I mean though? It's like, cause it's, you're not a movie. Like you hid in the shadows, this new gift that you've been discovering. It's not a movie. You know what I mean? I don't leave the movie theater. I'm like, that was interesting. It's like, it's real. I can tell, but I've had multiple conversations with you. You don't, you're not just doing this for fun or entertainment. You're not like going to bed. Like, I hope people believe it. I feel like you're like, if they don't believe it, you know, fuck them. It, it just feels like it's so concrete and it's something I don't have in my normal life. And so whenever I get doubtful, it's really nice to have kind of a source like you. And, and it's just, it's, it's really reaffirming in helping me break out of the societal box that you were kind of talking about.
0: No, and yeah, I, I appreciate it. And that's uh, i I've heard in a long time uh, <laughs> when it comes to this, but um. I guess something I have to say to you guys is that you can't be spectators in this game forever. You're going to have to get uh, your hands
2: on <laughs>
1: what, what would be, what would, if you had to give us advice, what would be the first step for us?
0: As investigators... Because by the way, there's three kinds of investigators out there uh, when it comes to paranormal investigating. There's those who call themselves ghost hunters. Uh, they are out there to gain clout. They only do this for reviews on YouTube. They want to be famous. They want to be the next Ghost Adventures ghost hunters. Right, Zach that's their Baggins, whole prerogative. Yeah, uh, Zach somewhere between one and two. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah. And the second grade paranormal investigators are those who call themselves paranormal investigators. They are out to find evidence on this, to prove it to other people that this exists, that this world is more than what you see it is, And they want to make connections and communication to the other side. They want to know what happens to you after you die. They want that evidence for themselves or even to get programmed. Granted, they record their stuff and get it out there. But then there's my team and there's things that I my team does is different from one and two we are basic or sorry our main prerogative is to go to place to place and make it less haunted if we can help spirits cross over and take out the dark ones uh to clear the entire area so it's less haunted in the, in a sense because we're not going to get everything out of there if we get most stuff out of there um then we've succeeded and if we get recorded while we're doing it yeah it's fine and we get evidence we're taking pictures but that's not our main prerogative our main prerogative is to cleanse an area
1: So you're not Um, in the collecting evidence or proving business. You're getting down to business, essentially.
0: Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But when it comes to investigating, when it comes to going out there and and trying to have an experience or look at it, you have to be open minded to it. You can't go into it with complete doubt like this place is not haunted, nor should you have an easy believability that what you heard was a ghost, even though it was a rat running through a wall or something. (laughs) Um, It's understanding when you hear a knock. Or you hear something move that shouldn't move, or you see something that you can't explain to yourself of how you even saw it. Those experiences alone will shake you to your core the first times around. Believe me, it did for me. Especially when I saw a uh, a shadow of a leg swing out of a tree, um, going walking through the woods. And maybe ducking. Whoa! What was that? And thinking that maybe it was a branch or something, or something jumping down, but. There were no branches on the ground. There was nothing moving. There was no broken branches in the tree. So, what I saw, I had to be able to see, or I'm going insane. Um, and I don't think I'm going insane because the last stuff I experienced. So, anyway, <laughs> um, but yeah, it, when you actually go to a haunted place and you investigate, you, you're. Trying to get answers. And one and, and thing on the paranormal roundtable we had as investigators, that's one of the questions we brought up to ourselves is like, what would you tell a first timer? And they said, go in and lose your place. If you go into a place is go with respect um, the people you're talking to or people, or at least they were. They were alive at one point in time. You wouldn't like someone to go into your house and telling you to make noise or move this or something like that. You're at you would want to get your message across. Maybe you have something you need answered, or you don't know that you're dead, and you're and you want someone to talk to, or maybe you haven't talked to anybody in you know ever how long, and you'd like to communicate and stuff like that. So it's the idea of going to a place with respect and 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 talking to those people. Um, and, uh, and you can bring your digital recorder. You can bring your cameras and maybe click pictures and stuff like that. But, yeah, it's that idea of, of you're talking to a person and also going it with a sense of mind that you're going to see something that's going to blow your mind um, in, in case it doesn't happen, but not to re- overreact to it. <laughs> and I think that's why Ghost Adventures is so successful because no one would like to watch a show where no one's reacting to it because they experienced it a 100 times over. They want right. to see that reaction. And that's why I always laugh at Ghost of Finters now because like these guys are way seasoned in this community, yeah. but yet they still react
2: like it's day 1.
1: I love it. <laughs> well, they know the cam. They know the camera's on. Even if yeah. they're legitimate. Especially
2: you know? Aaron. He's amazing. Oh yeah. He, he, yeah. Says, he goes, those. Oh, and like I feel like you I would still
1: it. do that. Like Ooh. you. Oh. You would do that. You I would, would do
2: it. Yes. Every time I do it. I'm just <laughs> I'm honestly also, also very dramatic. My first degree was in theater that's true so yeah
1: so you're thinking we should get out more with an open mind and respectful mind yeah and really try and tackle a haunted place and you guys have a lot of them around your area right oh yeah there's yeah we really wanted to do the mansfield reformatory that's one area that's incredibly haunted that's where they filmed the shawshank redemption it's that uh, old um uh jailhouse if you're familiar Oh yeah, They think they'd be huge, right?
2: Yeah, yeah it's well, big. it's big on Halloween too. Yeah, that's another
1: thing. It's like, yeah, come over and stay for a hundred and fifty dollars, yeah. and you know, do a tour. And if anybody touches you, you know, it wasn't us.
2: <laughs> but <laughs> sign this contract.
1: Yeah, and we'll take that in once. Um, I I think right now we're just in a place, in our personal lives where it's kind of difficult to kind of carve the time out. We spend so much time on our podcast that I think we both feel a little guilty to, to do extra stuff that we don't need to do for the podcast, just with our families and everything. But I really hope eventually and soon we can be able to do something like that.
0: You actually practice and getting kind of good at it, uh, doing it now. Um, so yeah, if you're doing anything haunted in your home, let me know. Cause I can get we'll probably get rid of it.
2: <laughs> I was going to ask you, you, you don't, uh, we're uh, I don't gonna even, ask. if, if some, if you felt anything
1: in this house, don't even tell me. Man. Oh, I don't want to No, <laughs> No, you
0: got nothing going on. Um, usually my hands would, would charge, but uh, neither one are, so you're fine.
1: <laughs> well, next time we do this, we'll do it at Charlie's house.
2: Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. Do your <laughs> bedroom. <laughs>
1: mm.
0: <laughs> well, I know you guys got to go. You guys are strapped for time. But I do appreciate yeah. you guys coming on. Um, we appreciate you having us. Yeah, thank you. Like we always said, we we when we started together around the same time, we didn't think we'd get to where we are now, but we we're still trucking. So
2: yeah yeah yep, absolutely it's always fun to come on to and you, talk to you.
1: you the conversations we have are so unlike any that we have anywhere else and it's, I, yeah. it's just refreshing very unique it's it's a, it's a grounding of sorts and i appreciate that yeah.
0: and like i said i think when our first time we did it i one of these days uh i want to do an actual in-person live podcast or even recorded podcast me megan you and all our d2 with uh all of us four of us together and just talking about something
1: yeah, we'll come down to you. Yeah, we're not going to do it here. <laughs> yeah, we experience. We'll so come high down high. to North Carolina. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, it'll that'll be fun. We definitely should do that for sure.
0: Yeah, like hidden in the bazaar or believing in the shadows or something. Believing yeah. in <laughs>
1: believing in the shadows. Believing in the yeah. shadows. that's yeah, perfect. There you go. Yes, that's perfect. All
0: right. Well, I appreciate you guys coming on, and I uh, always hope the best for you guys and the future success. Also, where can everybody
1: find you? You can go to Apple. You can go to Spotify, go to Google, search Believing the Bizarre. Hopefully, you'll be able to find us. Uh, but those, those are the big dogs. And uh, you can follow us on Instagram your Facebook. We, we do the most work on Instagram. So I recommend if you're only going to only catch us one place, I would go there. But we try to stay as updated as we can, put out episodes every Tuesday. Um,
2: yeah. Yep. that's it. That's, that's, that's where we are.
1: Yes, sir.
0: All right. And links to you guys' merch store and all that?
2: It's... Uh... It's on a uh, thing. Yeah. If you go to our website, believe in the
1: you can go to shop merch. You yeah. want to listen to us a little bit, I think, before or don't just buy yeah, something. You just buy a bunch whatever. of whatever. <laughs> no, yeah, we got, we got shirts and mugs and all that good stuff. But the biggest thing is listening. If you, if you listen and you stick around for a while, maybe you want to pick something up, but if not, you know, that's the biggest thing is always, you know, listen first and see if you like us.
0: Mm-hmm. I appreciate you guys.
1: Appreciate it, Isaac. Thanks, Thank man. You. And
0: as always, we'll catch your weirdos in the next one.